JD Talking Sports. Friday, April 14th. Good Friday. I'm Jewish. I used to have a friend that would always make a comment that, uh, well, it's not not the nicest comment, but blame me for Good Friday. And I was like, I, I was there in the third row with a bunch of rocks. But but I digress. Okay, now. That's JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes. The Fate of the Furious is out. I tried watching The Great Wall with Matt Damon tonight. That was a piece of shit. But I did watch a movie called A United Kingdom with uh, the girl who was in Gone Girl and the guy who was in Selma. Names escape me. Good. They were an interracial couple in Botswana. Pretty, pretty awesome movie. You haven't seen it? Never heard of it? Give it a shot. Also, Better Call Saul, so the first episode... I need someone to talk to about this. I got a little confused. Okay, I got sorry about that, Isaac. Got a little confused on stuff that was going on. I'm gonna get to the Rangers. Okay, I'm gonna get to the Rangers. Rangers lost an OT 4-3. They were up 3-2 with 17 seconds left. Gave up, gave up a goal. You can't give up a goal with 17 seconds left in the game. To Thomas Placanic. That, that that was a killer. And then they lose it in overtime. Max Pacioretty. He stole the ball, got it in the neutrals, got it, got into the zone, took a shot, and then Alexander Radulov, he stuffed it in. Man, listen to this. Lund- Lundquist, 54 saves, which is a career high for him. 54-58 shots. They lost 4-3. They're tied 1-1. They go back to the Garden for the next game. Michael Grabner scored his second goal of the playoffs, and Rick Nash and uh, Matt Zuccarello scored the goals for the Rangers. Hey, 1-1, you, you split away, anything's possible. They go up 2-1, went two straight in the garden. Anything is possible, right? Anything is possible. That's all I have to say on that Hey, And I, I watched the last uh, 13 minutes of overtime, and I thought the Rangers had a shot. Actually, Price lost the uh, Canadian goalie. Price, uh, Carey Price, lost his goal. Lost his goal stick. I thought they were going to get a goal there. Did not happen. You know, all those opportunities. And they go crazy. Those fans were going apeshit. They were going nuts. All right. Now, let's talk about Ryan's Knicks. He had his... Phil Jackson talked to the press today. And uh, thank you, Newsday. Accepted blame for the Knicks. Poor season. And implied that he'll look to move on from Carmelo this offseason. He said, I never took a jump shot. I never made a substitution, but the buck stops here. <laughs> and Jackson said he was disappointed that trade talks surrounding Anthony before the deadliner of the season became so public. He said their exit meeting this week was cordial, not contentious. He goes, we've not been able to win with him on the court at this time. I think the direction with our team is that he is a player that would be better off somewhere else and using his talents somewhere where he can win or chase that championship. He says, right now we need players that are really active, can play every can play every single play defensively and offensively. Ouch! And then he complimented Anthony's talents and career, saying he'll be a Hall of Famer. Also praised Anthony's time with the Knicks. He's carried the basic load for this team. I thought he stood up well this year in a lot of tough situations. I can't regret it. I can't go back and regret that. Obviously, it hasn't worked out as a partnership. He also said he spoke to Anthony during the season when negative comments about the All-Star Forward came out referencing the ball stopper comments in a CBS interview last December and his leopard spots tweet later in the season. Jackson said he never said anything critical of Anthony. Holding the ball is what he does. That's not a criticism. That's pure fact. Ouch. 
It is kind of, it is facto, right? The last time Jackson was interviewed by the New York media was in September 2016. Said it started descending around the holidays. As a group, they felt like kind of they lost their way in the ability to win games. He said, we built this team with the intention of giving support to the guys we brought back from last year, especially Carmelo and Porzingis. Said uh, 71 still has a lot to prove as an executive. You know, they've, well, come on. He, of course he does. They've lost at least 50 games all three seasons under him and have gone 80 and 166 in that span. He said, one of the things that bothered us this year is that we didn't have an identity. Somehow we've gotten completely off course or no shit. He said the triangle, not an impediment to playing winning basketball. And he discussed his philosophy of building a system and what it takes to do that, referencing how the San Antonio Spurs, which you're nothing like, New England Patriots, not even close, Seattle Seahawks, not even close, have done that and created an identifying way to play. Also, Tom Brady, you also have Popovich, great coach for the Spurs. You have Belichick, and you have Russell Wilson, and Pete Carroll's a pretty good coach, except for that call at the end the past that should have got him back-to-back Super Bowls. We're not going to talk about that, right? Jackson said it hasn't worked for the Knicks because we face some resistance to the system. So there was a disconnect, no shit, and there was a rebellion, rebellion, rebellious, rebelliousness within the team this season and said that will change. Said, I like the backbone of what we have. Wow. Referencing Ron Baker, Chasen Randall, and Billy Hernan Gomez. Wow, really? That's the backbone. Hmm. Have come in and understand the way he wants the team to play. He said he's not interested in guys who can jump out of the gym and other basketball, basketball vernacular superlatives. We're interested in skilled players who know how to play in a team format. Okay. Okay. Now. Now, the Knicks under contract for next season are Carmelo, Joachim Noeth, I wish he was gone, Lance Thomas, Place D, Kuzminskis, Porzingis, Courtney Lee, Kyle O'Quinn, and Billy Aaron Gomez. Non-guaranteed, Maurice Sendor, who played tough at the end of the year, Marshall Plumley, more of a bench player. I like Jason Randell. That's non-guaranteed. I'm sorry, those three are non-guaranteed. They're not under contract. D. Rose, let him go. Justin Holiday, have to sign him. Sasha Vujicic, Vujicic, yeah, he's more of a bench player. He, Ron Baker, yeah. Okay, you know what? Okay. I thought it, and then and then Carmelo went to Instagram where he posted a picture. I think it was, I mean, it was DiCaprio, but I think it was from, uh, what was that movie based on the book? Uh, F. Scott, Great Gatsby. I think it was a picture from The Great Gatsby, and he put, oh, really? So I guess he wasn't happy with the comments he made. But I love what Pro, Pro Hoops History said. I saw that Instagram. New York Knicks would be better off if Phil Jackson moved on. That's what he said. Be better off. That's what Phil had said. You know, be better off if Carmelo, you know, moved on. Well, they said, wouldn't it be better if maybe Phil Jackson would move on? I'd like to get some point of views on that front. And then Porzingis skips his exit meeting with the Knicks due to frustration over a perceived dysfunction. He's not happy with the lack of direction with the Knicks. But Phil loves him. Okay, so you're going to build a team around Ron Baker, Jason Randall, and Billy Hernan Gomez. And, of course, Porzingis. Okay, that's four guys. I guess we got to give it time, right? Listen, folks. The Knicks are a shit of all shows. Terrible. Terrible. Just not, not good. You know, what are you, what are you going to do? Okay. Hey, at least he had a meeting. 
said he hasn't done the job. What are you going to do now? Well, you got a draft pick coming in. Got a high draft pick. Top 10 draft pick. You need players. The problem is you pissed off everybody the way you handled Carmelo. I don't know how everybody's going to handle coming to New York. Well, I guess if you offer them money, they'll come. But you got Joakim Noah, another three years, what, over $50 million they owe him. Derrick Rose, please let him go. I th- I mean, I don't see next year them getting better. I mean, I, are they going to improve on this? Because, you know, Carmelo may be a ball stopper or whatever, but he's the only guy who can score on the team right now. I don't know. I think next year is going to be a total rebuild. I, I, I'd be shocked if they if they win even 30 games next year. I think they're going to be worse next year than this year. I do. I really do. I, I don't see them getting better. I think they're going to get worse before they get better. Because they just don't have the talent. don't have enough talent to play with. And no one's coming here. They think Phil Jackson, for how great a coach he was, is how much they don't want to play for him. That's all i got to say on that front. All right. And how about the Mets? I was I, I had it on. Shut it off. And the Mets lost 3-2 to two in the ninth. Well, you know what? Bullpen was tired. Ramuto doubled and scored the winning run. Bottom of the ninth, they lost 3-2. And you know what? You, come on. Listen. Joel Edgen took the loss. 1.2 innings, two hits, one run. Listen to this. Okay. Let's talk about the Mets for a second. First off, the Mets came in on a... Five-game winning streak. They're 7-4 now after the loss tonight. That's okay. You got you had Conforto tonight. Nail a runner at home for a clutch double play. Conforto had a run-scoring single tonight, too. He's hitting, the, he's hitting the shit out of the ball. But Joel Edgen last night, listen to this. They went... Oh, Edgen, Montero, Blevin, Salas, Reed, and Hansel Robles... Went 11.1 innings last night in the 16-inning win over the Marlins last night. 9-8. 11.1 innings pitched for the relief staff yesterday. Eight hits. Six base on balls. 11 Ks. No runs. Josh Smoker. Three innings. One hit. A base on ball. Five Ks. And you know, they, they were tired, man. You know, Edge took the loss tonight. But hey, come on. You know, they're playing tough. This is the thing, though. Syndergaard again had the thumb, the blister. On his pitching hand, six innings, six hits, two runs, one earned, four strikeouts, 0.95 ERA. All right, five-game winning streak is over. Darno last night went four for six with four RBIs, three runs scored, and a home run. How about that? Duda hit his fourth tonight. Mets, not a lot of hits tonight. Rene Rivera got two hits, two for four. Hey, Reyes got a hit finally. Reyes is hitting 100. <laughs> Conforto went one for three. He's only hitting three, 400. And Duda, two for four with his fourth home run. And Bruce got a hit again. Bruce hit in a solid 295. All right, you know what? Hey, you're going to lose eventually. They got two more games. They play tomorrow night. No, I think they play, they play tomorrow, tomorrow. No, yeah, Miami always plays a nice game. Tomorrow night, they're playing the 5-5 five and five Marlins. Jacob DeGrom, 0-0 with a 150 ERA against Adam Conley, 1-1 with a 3-0-0 ERA. All right, we'll get past this, right? They played great last night. Not going to do it every goddamn night. No, not going to happen. Not going to happen, folks. All right, now Yankees, five in a row, baby. Five in a row. How about that? Yankees, 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 Yankees. Yankees went tonight 4-3. They're six and four. Cardinals fell to three and seven. 
Love it. Love it. Tanaka gets the win. Gave a two-run home run to Matt Carpenter, but went over six. 6.1 innings, five hits, three runs, two base balls, five Ks. Brought his ERA down from 11.74 to 8.36. Batances, one inning of relief, three Ks. Chapman, 22 pitches for that. One inning he pitched, gave up a hit. Baseball K, but got his third save of the season. Castro, two-run homer. He had two RBIs. Romine hit his, Austin Romine hit his first. Romine had, Austin Romine had two hits. Headley had two hits. Ellsbury had two hits. Greg Bird dropped the seventh in the lineup. 0 for 3. Base on ball, strikeout, hitting .043. Under 100, not good. Judge went 0 for 4, three strikeouts. You know what? Can't, can't, every night can't be a winner. But hey, how about this? Five in a row for the Yankees. Just swept the Rays. Tomorrow it is Carlos Martinez, Owen with a 3.65 ERA against CeCe, 1-0 with a 1.64 ERA. Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. Hey, you got to love it. A lot of empty seats. My mom goes, a lot of empty seats up there. I said, Mom, those are $1,000 seats. And I'll tell you, you sit down below. I heard the buffet. I walked to the buffet. That buffet is the bomb. The bomb. I'll tell you, it looks delicious. Delicious. Now, how about this? I read this about, about Rod Carew. Got a new horror. You know where we got it from? A former Jets tight end who whose untimely death last December at the age of 29 rocked the team's locker room. His heart was donated to Rod Carew. Conrad Rulin died on December 12th, two weeks after suffering a brain aneurysm. And Carew had moved to the top of the donor list in Southern California December 9th, according to a story on the Baltimore Ravens website, in dire need of a transplant after dealing with complications for more than a year since suffering a heart attack. He received Rulin's heart in a 13-hour procedure. Imagine that at UCLA Medical Center on December 16th. And three months after the successful transplant, Carew met Rulin's mom for the first time. Mary Rulin gave Carew a big hug and said, you're part of our family now. And Carew said, I'll forever I will take care of this because I've been given a second chance and God knows how I feel and what I'm going to do for him. Rulin, a childhood friend of mine, I remember of Mark Sanchez, when I drafted in 2011 after playing college ball at Notre Dame at Stanford, he lost down with the Jets and recorded a combined 12 catches and 90 yards in 2012 and 2013. And he played for the Ravens four games in 2015. Carew inducted into the Hall of Fame in 91 after 19 seasons. I love the way he hit. With the Angels and Twins, both clubs retired his number. He's a native of Panama. Carew was an AL MVP, seven-time batting champion, and an 18-time All-Star. How about that? God damn. And I remember, yeah, Sanchez was crushed over that. Too young to die, but you know what? You should be a donor, man. A lot of good things with donors. Terrible story, but, uh, yeah, I mean, terrible the son died. But, hey, you know what? If, if I could give anybody wants my body parts when I pass, they can have them. I think somebody want these guns. Did I just say that out loud? I think I did. <laughs> All right. An interesting White Sox made history tonight. Started three outfielders with the same last name. You had Avisel Garcia in right field, Willie Garcia in his Major League debut for Melky Cabrera in center field and then you had Leary Garcia in left field and the Blue Jays went in tonight on a one and eight start the worst in franchise history and tonight they I'm gonna check them out I did not they're I think they're playing I think they're playing they're playing late have to be playing late of course they're playing late they lost again one and nine Lost 6-4 to the Orioles. 1-9. 
An umpire left the, left the game, too, after a fall, foul ball hit him in the mask. Not good. Out on a stretcher. Hope he's okay. Also, Hank Aaron threw out the ceremonial first pitch today at the first game at Sun Trust Park. Which now I want to go to. I'm still I'm shocked that this 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 thing opened in '96, uh, Turner Field, and they're already at a freaking new stadium. And they are up five two in the five two. They won tonight. Rays are actually playing pretty good ball. Well, man, they're three and six, but they're going to win this one. Yeah, looks like a nice stadium, man. Looks like a nice stadium. I'll tell you, if you go to National Park. In D.C., it is a beautiful, beautiful park. All right, Jets, some great news, of course. Now, I thought I thought I read this already. I thought I and I realized that it was quarterback, cornerback Nick Marshall suspended four games for violating NFL's policy on PEDs. He started a quarterback at Auburn in 2013-2014, played one defensive snap last year, eight games, really did kickoffs and punts for a total oh, about uh, 18 kickoffs and punts for 267 yards total. Third jet suspended this offseason. Jalen Marshall, supposedly he took, he was taking some, what was he taking? Something, Adderall or something. It wasn't, shouldn't have been taken. He got four games. And then tight end, Austin Safarian Jenkins got two games for the personal conduct policy back when he was with the Jags. I think he was with the Jags, right? And yeah. So, it's great. Three players suspended for the Jets themselves. I love when I talk about this kind of stuff. And Aaron Hernandez on the double murder was found not guilty. I mean, he's life in prison, but got not guilty. You know what? I, every time I hear his name mentioned, I just think, what a waste of talent, man. He was so freaking good. Such a great football player. I mean, even I think he, deep down, I mean, had more skills than Gronk. I mean, you know what? You, no one even got to see how good he was. Just had too many problems off the field. But, man, he could play football. It's fucked up. That's just, just every see that every time I hear his name, it just yeah, it just destroys me. I just I'm like, why, why you get you given this opportunity, man? Sometimes you get people a key to the castle and they just don't know what to do with it. All right, now the Giants might go after free agent. I read today, defensive lineman Jared Odrick, after you know they lost Jonathan Hankins to the Colts. Now I checked out Odrick's stats last year, six games. Went on IR in December for a shoulder injury. One forced fumble, one sack, 12 total tackles. He was a 2010 round one pick, number 28, out of Penn State by the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, saw, I heard about his workouts. He lives in Canada now. He does these all these workouts. But, you know, he's over, I think he has 22 and a half sacks in his NFL career. Yeah. Doesn't get me excited about anything. And Dean Blandino, former stand-up comedian, who now he's going to f- go the same track as Mike Pereira. He is going to go on to it. Leaving the NFL TV gig, gave a, sent a letter out to all 32 teams. It sounds like the NFL was shocked about this. We're sitting expecting this. Per Adam Schefter, he's taking a TV gig. I couldn't find out where. You know, hey, he was king of the hill, top of the heap. They played at the Yankee games, actually. The New York, New York. Well, he had the final say in the centralized replay system going on this season. And he decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to go to television. I guess he got, he, maybe he got drunk with power or maybe he just thought, it, you know, he couldn't take it anymore. He went to something a little more, a, a cushier job. I don't know. You'll be missed, Dean. I miss you so much. I, I wish I would have seen some of your stand-up, but you said that was the thing of your past before you got into 
officiating. I don't know how that ever happened, but what do I know? A lot of comedians going to do great stuff. I mean, Jimmy Fox did win an Oscar. He is a great actor, though, but I'm not going to compare Dean to Jimmy Fox. I don't think they're on the same talent level, but you know what I'm talking about. Drew Carey, Price is Right, he is, it was like he was born to do that show. Born. And I do like him in blonde hair. You know, he wears the shit out of it. And Roddy White, 11 years after playing, 808 catches, 10,863 yards, 63 TDs, done with football. All right. And Marshall and Linton Raiders agree to terms. Seahawks still hold his rights per the NFL Network. We shall see what happens on that front. And, you know, Adam Silver is frustrated that teams tank to improve draft picks. Says NBA will look to change rules to prevent it in the future. Okay. Let's, let's work on it. I don't know how you're going to stop it. Some teams are going to suck, and if they suck, they realize what's the point of playing well, and they're going to play the young guys because they want to see what they have for the next season. Is that tanking? It is kind of tanking, but you know what? Teams also have to see what they have in the future. Look at the Knicks. Look at the Ron Baker, Jason Randall, Billy Aaron Gomez. Yeah, that's the backbone of the Knicks. I'll tell you, when, when, when Ryan, when you, when, you, when you go to watch that game, are you like, yeah, I, I feel like this is, this is a championship team in the future. No, you don't. Not even close. Sorry. <laughs> and Kelsey Blum, Plum, number one pick, San Antonio Stars. Love what she said. She goes, I think my message is a lot of different things, but I try to inspire people to feel you can do whatever you want and not allow people to put limits on you. Box you in and say, you're good for a girl. She goes, I tell people I play basketball. I don't play women's basketball. I freaking love that. I play basketball. I don't play women's basketball. Because they were comparing her... To because she shoots lefty to James Harden, and she said, You know, hey, I'd like to be compared. You know, why can't you be compared to women contemporaries? But you know, the game is changing. You know what? I, I feel like if I, I, don't, I don't know, I mean, I understand you want to compare them. Listen, you know, you, they talk about all great players. Cheryl Miller would have been a superstar in any play, any, any time period, and they were comparing Brianna Stewart to. Kevin Durant, you know what she, you know what she'd like to be compared, but you know it's it's a compliment. You're comparing to a great player, and isn't the end you want to just be compared to a great player? You know, I think that's the thing. That's just me. I don't know. That's all I'm going to say on that front. All right, all right, all right. All right, now we got trivia questions from trivia questions. Give me some trivia questions. All right. Last night's trivia question. Can you, t- can you name the two lefty quarterbacks in the NFL Hall of Fame? The Snake, Ken Slabler, and Steve Young. Steve Young became the second. Actually, Steve Young was the only one in, and now Ken- Kenny Stabler, the Snake, joined him. And tonight's trivia question, I know. I, I'll tell you, J.D. Talking Sports dropped the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We go, we, we, we reach... We cover all sports. Who is the oldest winner of the Iditarod Sled Dog Race? Who is the oldest winner of the Iditarod Sled Dog Race? If somebody gets that, you know, I'm not going to make it. Somebody's going to get it, and I'm going to have to buy them a Porsche or something. But I will be impressed. Anybody can send me that answer. I would love to hear from you. All right. Now, pretty psyched. Yankees on a 5 year win streak going tomorrow with CeCe. Mets hope to rebound tomorrow. Jacob DeGrom, we shall see. Also, NBA playoffs start tomorrow. I'm excited. I Oh, I don't think that's till Sunday night. 
Yeah, Sunday night is... And I'm going to be sleeping. I'm not going to stay up that late. But tomorrow, Golden State gets started. A lot of good games tomorrow. I'll get into that tomorrow. All right, folks. Have a great night. Peace out. Talk to you soon.